Welcome to Superman and Lois, The New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we, of course, are here to talk about the end of the beginning, the finale to season one of the CW's Superman and Lois, the episode titled Last Sons of Krypton, the 15th and final episode of season one. That's right. And this episode is an action-packed season finale with Superman's worst nightmare comes to life and Lois confronts Leslie Lahr. And meanwhile, Lana, Kyle, and Sarah agree to stay and help General Lane. Yeah, another good description of the first 10 to 15 minutes of the episode, I mm-hmm. would say. Is it Superman's worst nightmare? Uh, it's, a, it's a bad nightmare. Yeah. I don't know if it's his yeah. worst nightmare, but we probably don't need to go into details on what his worst nightmare might actually be. This is directed by Tom Cavanaugh, known for playing like 17 different characters, I guess, on The Flash. Uh, Harrison Wells from season one, I guess, is, is where it all started. Uh, has a story by Christy Korzak and Michael Narducci, and the teleplay is by Brent Fletcher and Todd Helbing. So a lot of cooks in that kitchen. That's not necessarily a bad thing. If they're talented chefs who know how to work together, it can, right. it can work well. Yeah, and uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think it worked pretty well. Yeah. Uh, this show has been all about the family drama uh, since the start, uh, for better or worse, and they definitely continue that here. And, and most of the emotional payoffs and, and everything that go on here are related to the family and how... They work together, how they interact, and what they mean to each other. And so the finale really highlighted that. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to sum it up. I also, that Kavanaugh's directing in this, I, I don't know if it was him or is the story, but I think the pacing in this episode, there was a lot of time to breathe that I wasn't expecting. I thought it was going to be just nonstop action and like right, taking notes for this. There was a lot of time where I could kind of sit and just take things in, whereas maybe with some other episodes that are a little more heavy i'm just constantly typing so it 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 wasn't bad either i i enjoyed it i i I think it all worked out the timing pretty well yeah again i say this all like almost all the time but i'm curious how this flows going back and rewatching episodes 1 through 15 in in consecutive short order knowing how the story unfolds and plays out because yeah it's i get what you mean there 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 were definitely some slower and emotional moments here Mm -hmm. uh, which is not a bad thing it doesn't need to be wall-to-wall action yeah, and, and I guess we'll get into that. I don't want to go into too much more before we get into spoilers or stuff, but that is an interesting thought. Yeah, and right before we, we get into it, I think the over the overall kind of picture now that we've seen everything is, I think it's a, it's a hard balance to strike of repeating yourself, feeling like you're repeating yourself and doing the same thing over again versus building something up and then kind of mirroring it and doing it again. So it's hard to, to get that balance right. And I think at least for me in this last episode, some of the things just kind of felt like we've seen this exact thing happen before. Um, but, well, we'll get into that as we go through the plot. Yeah, I people were saying a few episodes back, I think, was it 12? The 10 and 12 kind of had heavy, a lot of people were saying they felt almost like finales. And I think that hurts in a way because they built up yeah. to such a huge threat at that point, And now we're coming back and it almost seems like a smaller threat right. at this point. Um and or repeating themselves, but yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, but let's just jump into the episode. Uh, so everyone's looking for Jordan. He he got abducted by Edge at the, the end of the last episode, and Edge eradicated him and put his father, Zeta Rowe, uh, into him. So everyone's looking for him, can't find him. Uh, and they've arrested Leslie Lara, and they bring her into the DOD. And it looks like she's got the kryptonite handcuffs on, so she's she's restrained. She doesn't seem to be fighting. She's just there to talk trash. The, the cuffs yeah. did not restrict her trash talking ability one bit not at all uh but the cushings go and help 
they get Sam and Jonathan out of the the crashed car that they were in at the end of the last episode, and Jonathan sent Sarah off uh, to go get her family. Uh, and then we see the possessed Jordan. He says that they're going to resurrect the defense council. Uh, but right after that, his his eyes go back to normal, and it looks like he's got control back for a little bit. And at at different points in this episode, it seemed like maybe Zeta Rose just letting him have control versus Jordan like actually fighting back. Yeah, it it seems uh, almost like he wanted Kal-El to be able to find him. Yeah. Uh, but we get some of that trash talking you were mentioning before. Lois goes and talks one-on-one with Leslie, trying to figure out where Jordan is. And Leslie is a, a little bit less than helpful. I, I don't think they got any good info out of her. No. She's, she's, just, she's just enjoying it. Yeah. She thinks everybody, she thinks Krypton's back, and she's just enjoying the ride. And I kind of like that. I kind of like a, a bad guy who doesn't pretend really they're they're trying to be altruistic uh she in a way i guess she mentions how she wanted to save krypton but yeah and maybe that is if you want to look that she's not all 100 percent terrible she wants to save krypton but yet she still wants to destroy or take away all human life yeah in the process and or convert them to kryptonian so she's not so great but and no. so I, I like that she kind of embraces that and like yeah i don't care about you people I just want to destroy you all. And that's terrible, but it, it's right. kind of fun to see a villain like that that isn't terribly complicated or misguided or anything like that. Yeah, and she just looks straight up gleeful when she's talking about how, like, I know that look. That's the look I saw when I figured out that Krypton was doomed. So I'm happy to see that on somebody else's face. Yeah. She's uh, not a good person. Uh, but the whole town seems to be gathered at the DOD to protest and the Cushings decide to stay and help. And this is a nice kind of like turning point for them because obviously the, the big point of the last couple episodes is that they were selling their house and leaving and Kyle had gotten a new job in a different town. So uh, it, it's cool to see them come together and try to help uh, hold Smallville together. Yeah. And the Cushings really give the man on the ground type mm-hmm. of account. That's their, their purpose here because they the whole Lane Kent family gets wrangled into the superheroics. So yeah. we don't get to see them being normal people. I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but sort of the normal side to the superhero battles. Right. Uh, and I would have liked to have seen the Kents maybe more involved with that. But since we didn't get to see that, it was nice to see the, the Cushings represent that. Mm-hmm. And I, this is just something you have to accept, but it, I think in real life, the people in Smallville would maybe wonder where were the Kents this whole time? They were just gone and didn't help at all, but the Cushings were here to help. So, but I, I don't think we're going to, I'm guessing we're not going to see any like fallout from that. I don't think people in Smallville are going to start resenting the Kents for never being there when there's a crisis. Yeah, they could, they could maybe do a better job. Uh, Lois is always just talking to Superman and I guess it's established that they're friends, but they could do a better job of doing that. And then somebody might notice why is Clark never around? Right. Um, they do a terrible job of hiding that. You think they would be a little more experienced with that? Yeah. Uh, but while everybody's outside protesting DOD, Edge shows up and he's just kind of hanging out over the crowd. Uh, but Superman yells for Jordan and Jordan hears him and then yells back because Zeta has let him have control, it seems like. Uh, and Superman's able to fly and find him on the edge of what looks like a volcano. Um, and Jordan seems normal for now, but doesn't remember what's happened. Uh, I got to say that the volcano, while being kind of a ridiculous place for them to meet, actually looks... <laughs> pretty cool like the the graphics and effects for that i thought were were pretty neat yeah i i don't really have any complaints in terms of the visuals and action Mm -hmm. in this episode there was a cool shot that looked good there 
Uh, everything really looked well. Uh, there's just a really nice shot I liked of Superman flying, and he was, I don't know how to describe it, what he was flying into. It's a little later in the episode, but the way yeah. the, the way everything kind of warped around him, that looked mm-hmm. like that looked like a comic book panel brought to life. Like he's flying into something, yeah. and the force is coming back at him, and he's fighting through that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, when it, it kind of looked like he was like a satellite re-entering the atmosphere or something. Right. Yeah, that was a very cool effect, I agree. One of my um, favorite but, shots of the season, probably, Yeah, uh, in, ter- in terms of CG. Uh, but while this is going on, Jordan, he gets possessed again. He starts beating up Superman because, I mean, Superman is not fighting back at all. He does not want to hit his son. But um, whatever, I don't know if it seems like Jordan has this power and it's just been untapped. And so Zeta kind of brings it out in him. But Jordan keeps jumping in and out of control of himself. Yeah, I'm not clear on that, how Jordan's powers work exactly. I don't know if Tal gave boosted him with some ex-Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Uh, or anything like that, because he had to he had to give ex-kryptonite to the the soldiers later. So right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't kept great track of <laughs> ex-kryptonite versus the Eradicator versus all of that. How they all work together and to give you powers and the the memories of a Kryptonian. All that I haven't kept detailed That's, records on that because well, it's it's a little confusing. <laughs> yeah, they they throw a lot out there and there's a lot of different scenarios. And I just I'm kind of just like okay, whatever the show says, I'm I'm cool with. Yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering bef- going into this episode if we were going to have to see Superman actually take on Jordan and fight him, but uh, we never really get to that point. It's more just Jordan beating him up, uh, but Irons does later get a get a good swing at him. Yeah, he gets a, a shot on him. I think, yeah, I think that was done pretty well because yeah. I don't think anybody wants to see Superman punching his son. Right. Uh, but they wrote in a situation where he's got he's the bad guy and, and has the powers, so they needed to work around that and i think it worked pretty well mm-hmm. and I, I will say that it, it never really looks like superman is all that hurt by him he's obviously he's taking a little bit of a beating but it's not like he's completely wiped out well if he didn't get an ex-kryptonite boost remember last we knew jordan was less than one percent of the powers of superman right we haven't gotten any updates on that since so it shouldn't really hurt him i guess yeah uh but back to smallville edge is hovering in the air and he looks like he's powering up to eradicate and iron iron steps up and tries to stop him but he can't Uh, so edge eradicates a group of six soldiers who have conveniently stepped up so nobody in smallville is hurt it's all these soldiers and he turns them into the defense council yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of if if i've heard that term defense council before if they mentioned it earlier this season uh there's a lot of councils on krypton Mm -hmm. they have mentioned i don't remember exactly what context but they have talked about uh resurrecting the defense council before i'm positive Yeah, that sound that does sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it, uh, I'm I'm just curious, like as a comic book fan, I'm just curious who these if it was anybody we knew, right? Uh, on there, or if it's just six random Kryptonians that we yeah. probably show probably won't get into, but I'm curious, would like to know who they were. Yeah, I was hoping they were going to give them some just a throwaway line where they name some of them or they say something, but that's okay. We didn't get that. Yeah, I don't I don't know if any of them even talked in character. I don't think so. Uh, but Sam tells the Cushings and Chrissy to evacuate uh, the team and, and Smallville. So they Chrissy Chrissy leaves to write a newspaper article, which I don't know if that's the fastest way to evacuate people <laughs> in an emergency, but it's it's what she's good at. Uh, especially with circulation slipping. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not the best way, but there's got to be some kind of alarm or something. And there's not a lot of people in Smallville mm. to get to. I don't know what the population is, but yeah, that, that was... Kind of and she'll, she's probably going to send out a link to it and you're going to go to read it and it's 
right as you're about to like figure out how to get saved, it's just going to be like, you've ran out of free articles this month. Please sign up. Oh, to- <laughs> That's exactly how it is. That's exactly how it is. Plus, the open rate on the email is probably like 6%. Right. <laughs> That's how these things. Uh, but Sam, Sam's talking about the soldiers who've been eradicated and says that they weren't from Smallville, so Edge only wants them temporarily because they don't have that lifelong exposure to ex-Kryptonite that's going to make them hold on to the powers for a long time. So that's okay. We're in the season finale. He doesn't need him for that long. <laughs> Irons and Jonathan leave to, to figure out a way to make a solar flare weapon to attack them. I was, I know there's not a lot of time in this episode to show that, but I was hoping we would see more time or, of Irons and Jonathan working on the weapons. We get just a, a brief glimpse of that, and it doesn't really seem like Jonathan is all that much, uh, not that helpful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what his expertise was or added but it's nice i guess it's nice to see irons being nice to yeah. john after he's kind of a jerk to him last week i don't know wasn't really a jerk but wasn't pleasant i guess no um but lois says they're going to need to split up to save everyone so irons and clark are going to take on edge and jonathan and lois are going to use the memory device that edge used on clark uh to try to help jordan she's going to go into his memories and try to pull him back out and irons makes this new solar hammer but he's only got one shot and Jonathan to protect Lois gets one of Kilgrave's weapons to to help protect her. It was a nice another kind of comic book nod. We've already seen Kilgrave in this season. He didn't do a ton, but it why not bring back one of his weapons? Yeah, a nice callback if the weapon was gonna come from somewhere. I'm glad it was one of the only villains that, that's been in the season and someone we saw earlier. So that was cool. Yeah. Edge and all the soldiers land at the mines, and Irons' computer detects it, so they, they go to face off, and Superman takes on those soldiers while Iron takes Jordan to Lois and Jonathan. That's where he gets his kind of one shot in, and he's he's actually used enough of his energy that his computer is warning him that he's he's not going to have enough later. Yeah, the unfortunate ticking clock of power source in a in a suit like that. We see that a lot, and yeah. something like Green Lantern's power ring, it's got however much power is needed, or... Iron Man suit or, or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so and they're all split up now and Lois goes into Jordan's memories while Jonathan stands guard, but she's seeing Zeta, Zeta's memories instead and Zeta kind of taunts her and tells her that she's not going to be able to get down deep enough into the subconscious to actually reach Jordan, which does lead to one... I. It's not. I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but it's unintentionally funny. But when Zeta is like wagging his finger at her, and he looked like a, <laughs> a little kid, I don't think that's supposed to be funny. But I, I found it kind of funny. <laughs> Again, Kryptonians were big on trash talk in this universe. Right. I guess definitely <laughs> they want to defeat you, and they want to know you. They defeated you. <laughs> right. Uh, so Edge sets off blasts that hit Smallville and start fires. So Kyle has something to go do. He has to go to save <laughs> Well, that, That's, that's sounded harsher than I was going for. <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. No, it, was, it does make sense. Hey, there's a fire. There's a person stranded in the fire. This is Kyle's chance to, uh, I guess, remember his purpose yeah. in Smallville and also uh, a cool way to be a hero to the town of Smallville. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I like it makes sense story wise, but I don't really know what Edge was going for since it didn't seem like the blasts were hitting anybody. And it looks like the same thing that he was doing to eradicate people and turn them into Kryptonians. So maybe he was just missing or he was just trying to cause destruction. I, I don't really know what was going on. That's a good point. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch it. I don't know if he was just doing a distraction or, or yeah. what. Uh, but Jordan wakes up, uh, but Lois is still under and but it's actually Zeta who's still in control. So Jonathan hits him with the gun, which I, I'm surprised that he got one shot off. At least he didn't hesitate enough for Jordan to get right to him, but it, it doesn't work for very long. So 
he comes back and grabs Jonathan and floats into the air. Yeah, could uh, could they have given Zeta a kryptonite bracelet or something? I don't know. He was just sitting there. I don't know if they had any handy. I mean, Irons has to have some weapons still, some some kryptonite somewhere. Uh, you would have thought that, but the, the the I guess the gun pays off. Jonathan really wanting to shoot some people. Yeah, <laughs> this year so he's he's had a lot. Of, he's had those. He had that whole collection of weapons that he stole from John Henry. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess he finally got a chance to use it. Uh, but Lois, while she's still under, finds Jordan in his memories and gives him a a good emotional speech and tells him to fight back and how he is he's strong and we see him kind of run through these the season's events and little flashbacks and Jordan makes it back uh, he's no longer controlled by Zeta but he is still levitating in the air and gently comes back down I thought maybe they were going to fall straight out as soon as he came back but it's cool to see that he's he's still able to levitate I thought that would have been funny if they yeah. want, but a <laughs> uh, nice nice uh, visual callback to the pilot where Lois is going into Jordan's room in Metropolis and uh, comforting him. Uh, it looked like they just recreated that scene and had everybody there. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was nice to tie those two together. Uh, meanwhile, Irons and Clark still have work to do, though. So Iron Suit keeps telling him he's not going to have enough energy to get to land because he's he's flying up into space and he throws his hammer from all the way out there while Superman holds Edge. And it hits Edge. He's fine. He's knocked out. And Irons is stuck in space with no energy. So we see him just start falling back to Earth while he remembers his daughter, Natalie. Uh, but Superman steps up and saves him at the last second. Yeah. There obviously, a, much... a reminder, too, along with the uh, opening previously on that John had a, a daughter named Natalie. It's like they were setting us up for something. Right. Exactly. It, it wasn't much of a big final showdown with Edge, which is okay because... They've done that a few times, it feels like. They've had a big epic final battle with him, so it, it was okay that it just worked out this quickly, I guess. Yeah, um, that's kind of what we were talking about before. It's like the, the episode where basically the entire town of Smallville was under X Kryptonite and coming at Clark. That seemed like a much bigger uh, threat to Clark at the time. I guess this is he's also got his son in, in trouble here, and he's got help. So it, it it's interesting how they kind of came back to doing the same thing, um, but also with fewer threats. And Clark had John Henry now too. So I don't think it was bad um, or anything like that. Uh, it was just a curious decision yeah. to the, the way it was kind of paced out and everything. Yeah, there, that was very similar. And then Jordan getting possessed was very similar to Clark getting possessed and coming out in a very similar way. Like he just needed to be reminded of himself and how good his family is and stuff, and then he comes back. So, yeah. So either repetitive or callbacks and parallels, depending right. on how you want to look at it. <laughs> if you if you liked it or not, that's that's how you will classify it, I suppose. Yeah, I, I still did end up liking it. I think that just like I mentioned before, it's hard to to balance that, and I think maybe it just for me at least tipped a little bit towards the repetitive. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, well, not meanwhile. Afterwards, people of Smallville clean up the town together. They've really been brought together by all this and especially the Cushing seem to be accepted again and they've kind of cemented themselves as leaders of the town everyone's happy again mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was cool to see the town working together to clean things up and then going into the cookout and everybody getting people. I think if I were 
um, trying to make money in this region, I would probably start a glass factory just to make windows because it seems like a lot of windows get broken in Smallville. There you go. That's a good point. Yeah. I thought you were going to sell ribs. That, that would also work. The glass. Yeah. The, <laughs> the glass. Lots of stuff gets smashed around here. Yeah. Uh, but Superman gives a really cool interview to, to Chrissy and explains all the truth about Edge and Kryptonians and talks about how great the people of Smallville are. Uh, I really liked this kind of it. We don't always get these kind of extended speeches from Superman where he is addressing people and talking about humanity and the good parts of it and uh, being very truthful. So it, it was pretty cool to see this. Yeah, not something we've seen in live action in a while. So cool interview, uh, like you said. And we, we were questioning last episode why they couldn't just Superman tell everybody what he told them now. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't then, but I'm glad he did now. Yeah, I, I'm glad they're not trying to cover it up anymore. Uh, but the Cushings have a cookout just like they had earlier in the season. And it looks like the whole town is there and Lois gets some of Kyle's ribs and they're real good. And Kyle has got his job back and the Cushings are officially going to stay in Smallville. Yeah, not shocking, but I'm not mad about it. No, I think no. I, I, I like how they handled that. I like that they seriously considered and tried to make it believable that they could leave and they decided against. It is a little bit kind of ties together a little neatly, mm-hmm. which I don't oppose. But uh, yeah, they did, did have the job offer. And now for whatever reason, he gets offered the job back. Yeah, in Smallville, so it kind of everything kind of works out, which is fine, I suppose. Yeah, I I think they did a good job. I mean, obviously, no, we knew forever that they were going to stay, but within the the show, it, it did seem believable that they weren't going to stick around in Smallville anymore. So it's cool to see that reversal. Uh, we see Jonathan playing Injustice or Injustice Two, probably with his his teammate, and he loses because he didn't pick soup. So that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Lois has enough money to match half of Chrissy's other offer because Chrissy was going to sell the newspaper in the last episode. So they're going to own the paper together and, and stay in Smallville. What do you think about that? I, I thought it was cool and a nice way to, to solve that problem uh, because we knew Chrissy is the actress who plays Chrissy Peppa was going to be coming back and be a more regular part of the show in the next season. So this looks like how they're going to do that. Yeah. It seems like a terrible financial decision. Yeah. <laughs> sell a house to buy half of the the paper I, I gotta think if lois started a newspaper tomorrow or a website tomorrow it could bring in more income than the smallville gazette right could and she wouldn't have to pay anything pay to buy half of it but um there's probably some lesson in there about small time businesses and uh supporting the local economy and that kind of thing i suppose uh but it does seem like a terrible financial decision to sell a house to buy half of a newspaper in a small town that is losing circulation so not what you're going to do uh after we get off this probably okay uh but hopefully now that she is more in charge she can maybe do a little nepotism and hire clark to be a reporter for the smallville gazette well i would love yeah they didn't seem to be going that way but no (laughs) Uh, and then we, so we're just kind of doing the rounds at the cookout and everybody is explaining to everybody else how their story has wrapped up. So and Sam is, going next. right, exactly. <laughs> so Sam is re- retired from the DOD and the DOD wants Irons to go work for them. So I don't know if he's going to take his job. Irons seems a little reluctant to do that. A little surprising about yeah. Sam. Um, did he maybe end up having the best character arc of the season? It might be actually. <laughs> I, we'll have to again. That's something we'll have to look back on. We'll do a a season look back episode or a couple. But 
yeah, I think I think he he might have had one of my favorite arcs anyway mm-hmm. of the season. Uh, so favorite and surprising, like did not turn out the way that I thought it was going to, and I I liked the way it turned out more than the direction I thought they were going. Yeah, the actor did a good job with everything he was. Yeah, he's been he'd been given so uh, maybe that elevated it a little bit. Uh, but Sam steps away, so Lois can step in and talk to Irons and Irons doesn't want to stay on the farm anymore he wants to go reconnect with his sister and he can't stay there because lois looks like his wife and it's it's too painful to to see her with somebody else all the time yeah so there's a throwaway line there that apparently they still need to get the farm going i don't know what clark has been doing right i'm watching a lot of high school football tape i guess i I don't know what he's been doing most of the year uh but this was that was a cool scene and again john henry comes off very mature and the way he says this like it's not it's not you it's not your fault but it doesn't change the feelings and so I didn't know if they were writing him off or setting him up for a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's neither of those things. It looks like they're going a different direction. Um, but I thought that would have been a cool way to end. Had gone back to his Earth, which I don't know if he knows he could do or not, or something, and then the same actor would come back as this Earth's John Henry or something like that. But it doesn't look like they're going to do any of that. But I thought that was a cool scene at the time. Yeah, and it really highlights again how how great of an actor Wooly Parks is. I was. He might be the person I was most impressed with on this season. Yeah, I, I honestly, from top to bottom, I don't. I like pretty much everyone. Yeah, starts with Tyler and Bitsy, uh, but I don't have any complaints about the acting the entire season. No, yeah. uh, Jordan and Sarah get a moment as well. They tell each other that they love each other, and that's about all that we get. I have to assume Sarah has some questions. Uh, she saw a lot of weird stuff in the past couple of days, but we're not going to address that in this season. Yeah, they're they're trying to set her up for being suspicious. I'm sure that will be something they come back to. Uh, Then we get to see Clark go to his fortress and collect pieces of the crystal that had his, you know, the hologram of his his father in it. Yeah, I believe this was uh, an extended scene, Mm -hmm. not on the broadcast version. The broadcast version, I think, just went straight to the funeral, burial, whatever, uh, memorial service for Jor-El, which was kind of weird because it was kind of abrupt. And I thought, why are the boys out here dressed up? Are they renewing vows or what's going on here uh so i i really loved this scene it was a really quiet mm-hmm. moment uh between clark and yet another parent that he lost this year and didn't get time to uh reflect on is it's, it's interesting that the premiere opens with the death of his adoptive mother mm-hmm. and the finale ends with the funeral for his holographic artificial intelligence biological father and it was he again. He gets to talk about the that the most important thing about Jor-El was that he was his dad, and yeah. so again, like hammering home the the real central theme of this whole season is has been family, and the show in general has been family. So a good way to kind of put a bow on that. And again, circles back to the the pilot. I don't think they, I don't think everything that necessarily all works. If you go watch the pilot and where things ended up, yeah. um, there's a few things I'll have some questions, and maybe that's something they address in future seasons or or whatever. But that does neatly tie in with his speech with Jordan mm-hmm. in the first episode where he's saying, I, you know, the most important thing he was talking about, Clark was talking about his father, Jonathan, at the time and how he was just there for him. Right. And now he kind of circles back and says the same thing about Jorel here. So uh, the show is telling us if, if you're a parent, it's really important to be there for your kid, I guess. I can agree with that. Uh, so it, the very last thing we get, though, is a ship is seems to be crashing into earth and irons his computer warns him about it and it crashes right in their front yard and out comes natalie 
Uh, so she has somehow made it from there, from Irons' planet, his dimension, his universe, his Earth, and made it to this one. And she is still alive. And she obviously looks up and sees Lois and calls her mom and is quite confused. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of explanation that needs to happen. Well, that's what you think. Are we sure it's not a Natalie from a different Earth and she's just come there to murder everyone? That would be a weird way to do it, but maybe. Yeah, presumably this is the one, which I guess is going to open a lot of questions. Uh, chaos dealing with mm-hmm. with all the drama that can come from that, obviously. and the, uh, But also the, the larger implications of how did she get there? What does that mean for John Henry's Earth and yep. the ability to travel back and forth and what's going on there? And or get into that? I'm assuming we're, we're going to actually get in. I've been saying this since like episode three. I'm assuming they're going to tell us more about where John Henry's Earth came from. Right. Or what, what's going on in his Earth, how he got here, all of that. I've been saying that for a while. So I'm, I'm assuming now they're really going to next year. I don't know if I don't know that I want a whole season to be set, you know, dealing with John Henry's Earth when we've seen so little of this earth yet and, and mm-hmm. Superman villains and everything. So I don't know what exactly they're going to do, but I'm assuming they'll touch on that. Yeah. And it, it does raise a whole lot of questions, like how much of Irons are we going to be seeing Irons and Natalie? And is he still going to go reconnect with his sister? Is he going to stay in Smallville for a while now? So yeah, like you said, raises a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I said, we'll have to talk more about what we think for, um, for that and where, where these characters stand and anything. Is there anything you're, Without getting too deep into it, is there anything you're hoping to see next season or or to pick up on or to change or to anything like that? High level stuff. I'm hoping that we get to see some more of Lois and Clark working together. Um, like I said, it would be great if he worked at the paper, but it sounds like he's got a lot to do at the farm since he hasn't done anything there yet. Um, but yeah, I want to I see that. Uh, but maybe now, I don't know if Sam is going to move in with them. And maybe he is going to help on the farm and kind of help with the boys and everything. I, I, I'm really curious what his role is going to end up being. Um, but maybe he will, he'll go somewhere else and kind of get written off. I'm not sure. It's going to be a full house situation with uh, Sam Lane, yeah. John Henry, Natalie. <laughs> bring in anybody else that want to live with them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I definitely would like to see. Clark and Lois working together more, like you said. Um, I, you know, any any characters and storylines from the comics that they want to bring in, I would be open to. Like, I, I sound like a broken record, but more of that because there yeah. wasn't a ton of it in season one. And yeah, definitely more for more stuff for Clark and Lois to do because it seems like the last half of the season, especially the the two leads, didn't get a ton to do. And then I think they did good work with the ensemble, but I always like to bring it back to Clark and Lois, and would like to have more for them to do both separately and as a family and together. Yeah. So is is Leslie Lard the only person who is still controlled by a Kryptonian now? I w- yeah, I would guess so. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested what is her future? Is she just in prison now for the rest of her life? Same with Morgan Edge. He he really is a Kryptonian. I, I don't know if we will get any more resolution to their story or if they're just they are in prison now so they don't matter to the story. I think they're going to bring them up I, I think tal especially will be back and maybe leslie uh, i hope they don't do that too much because i think they kind of wrapped everything up and I'm, I'm excited to see new villains and different villains and that kind of thing uh and just this is me bringing in baggage from other cw shows when they keep bringing back the same villains yeah unless it's like a lex luther that's tough to do kind of diminishes them as a threat 
each time. Uh, thinking of Malcolm Merlin just popping up year after year in Arrow and uh, Reverse Flash randomly working with the Nazis and Earth X and that kind of thing. Uh, I think it has diminishing returns for some villains if you, if you do that. So I'd I would like to see new stuff and multiple villains would be would be cool or anything like that. Of course. Yeah, I think we're on the the same page there, and maybe some more grounded villains. Uh, something that Lois can help with with her investigation, which I, I think they did a fair job of balancing that. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe the crime syndicate. Yeah, that's something Lois was set up to. It seemed like Lois was set up to work with take down Morgan Edge. She even said in the pilot, I think that was, that's why she felt she was there. It might have been the second episode. Yeah. She thought she was there to take down Morgan Edge. And then that flipped when he was revealed to be Tal and, and being Cal's brother, and it became more of a Superman type thing. And Lois, did she write an article other than the one for the Daily Planet that mm. made her quit? Did she actually write an article? Did we actually see her working on We saw her working on some, but I don't know if she ever submitted one. I also don't know why the Daily Planet hasn't hired Clark and especially Lois back by this point since she quit for trying to take down Morgan Edge, who was revealed to be an evil Kryptonian trying to take over the world. So you, right. you think that might get a job offer back. But yeah, lots of lots of stuff. We, we definitely got a whole bunch of season stuff to, to look back on season one and to look forward to for season two. Yeah, but just to, to wrap everything up, I like I said, I, I think this is a really well-paced finale, even if some of the beats seemed a little bit repetitive from things we've seen. Um, in previous episodes, I, I did overall really enjoy some of the slower moments that we get to see, especially like we mentioned Clark going to the fortress and collecting a crystal or just seeing some of those family moments uh, between everybody. So next episode, of course, will be season two, probably January, mid-season, um, could be February like it was this year. I think filming is supposed to start next month, so we could be getting news and information. If there's DC fandom in October. Uh, who knows what other kind of information we'll be back talking about the news and and everything and again we'll do it with season one wrap up soon uh, and we'll probably ask for listener feedback so if you want to send it into superman and lois podcast at gmail.com we will uh, talk about that on the show and you know anything else that comes up i don't know if i think the flash has started filming and we haven't heard if anybody from superman and lois will be in that five-part event that they're kicking off in november i uh, haven't heard anything on that uh, Hopefully there's stuff like that. I don't haven't heard any news on anything like tie-in comics or novels or anything like that, which they, they like to do for these shows. So hopefully something like that is coming. But yeah, I guess that is it for the finale. Uh, if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do that, we would appreciate it. But that is all for now. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.